Welcome to the Making Meaningful Income podcast, where a job is not just a job, where we refuse to settle for mediocrity, and where you're just one thought away from creating an extraordinary life. Only you can decide what's possible, but you've got to be willing to do what it takes. Find out what your life could be with your host, Andrew Cipriano. All right, and you have to love that intro. I want to thank my good friend, Hannah Sensel for helping me to record that. It took us over two days of recording, and then we found out that it is not mediocrity, it's mediocrity. So we had to do another record on that, and initially I didn't like the way she said job, because we have a Michigan accent, and it was very nasally, and I love her, and she was patient with me, so thank you so much. Welcome to the Making Meaningful Income podcast. So I was talking to one of my mentors this morning, and he's like, there's something missing in your description of what you're coaching on. I'm like, I don't know what that is. I'm seeing it from such a first person view. It's hard for me to figure out what's missing in it. And he's like, I think it's that you haven't explained to people what meaningful income is. And that is so funny looking back. So I am, this is my first time working for myself, defining my own value and owning my own business. And it's so weird because I am trying to figure out how to target people and pretty much say, Hey, this is your problem. And here's how I'm going to solve it for you. And it's hard from a first person perspective. So it's really helpful if you guys are ever starting something new or getting out of your comfort zone and trying something out um, to get some outside perspective on it because you get so lost in your own mind that you literally can't see the issues that are right in front of other people's face. <laughs> like defining what making meaningful income is after you've named your business making meaningful income. So that is what we're going to spend today's episode on is just defining what is meaningful income. All right. So just to recap on the last episode, you should find a source of income that actually fits into your perceived idea of what your future should look like. So for example, if I want to have a million dollar house on a beach somewhere, I want to have five weeks off a year to take vacation. I want to have flexible work. I want to be home with my kids and my family, but I still want to make you know enough money to have all those things. Then your income should work around that lifestyle. Most people do it the other way around, right? And I kind of touched on this in the last episode. So like, for example, when I was 18, I was going to community college again to be an accountant. And what I was thinking was I'm going to get a job that's going to pay about 50 grand a year. I'll probably have two weeks off a year and I can just plan some cool vacations, have kids, it'll be stable. But that totally flipped upside down when I got into the life coaching world because they teach you that no, 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 you should actually plan out exactly what you want your life to look like. So like, let's future plan. Imagine if money wasn't a thing right now and if time and all that wasn't an issue, what would your future look like? What would you want your future to look like? And then you find an income source that actually creates that future for you. It's a really cool way to think about income and it actually makes you excited for your future. All right, so we're going to start there. Meaningful income allows you to live the future that you define for yourself that you want to live. But it doesn't stop there. A lot of people live their lives finding their meaning outside of work, or they have hobbies, or they travel, or whatever they do outside of work, that's where they find their meaning in life. Now, there's nothing wrong with this. But my definition of meaningful income means that you also find meaning at work, and what you do creates an impact that is fulfilling to you. So this means you get a source of meaning from being at work and not at work. So you're always finding your whole life fulfilling and meaningful. Now, this is the part that might confuse uh, some of you guys listening. So I want to just clarify. I don't believe that there's one single thing that you're meant to do or that life has one purpose. I do believe that passion is built. It's not just born. You're not born with passion. It's something that you build by testing things out, trying a bunch of different things, trying to genuinely pursue what you're interested in. 
and giving back to other people and adding value. I think that's where passion comes from. So I don't want you to get all caught up by thinking, oh my gosh, there has to be this one source of meaningful income. I'm going to get stuck in it forever. Even if it's making me a million dollars a year, I'll have no other passions or I can't do anything outside and I'll never be able to change. I don't believe in that. And I think that that thought creates a lot of anxiety for people, right? I used to tell people, it's not like you're just going to get struck down with lightning and you're going to know the passion of your life. That's not really how it works. But if you spend a bunch of time doing something you enjoy and getting really good at it, and then you find out how to add that value to other people's lives, then your life becomes really, really passionate because you're doing something you naturally enjoy doing or at least are interested in. And now you can give it back to other people and you can make money doing it. It's totally a win-win situation. And it gives you the lifestyle you want to live and you design your whole life around it and you can leave a huge impact and you can enjoy it. What's not better than that? Living in a life that's too small for you is so loserly. And I love that word. All right, so let's recap of the definition really fast. Meaningful income allows you to have the future that you define you want for yourself. In addition, meaningful income is meaningful, so you'll have that sense of meaning at work and when you're not at work. Finally, meaningful income is going to be interesting to you and adaptable so that it can change throughout your life. You don't have to be struck by lightning and only have one purpose and one job and one source of income your whole life. That means that as you inevitably grow and change and become stronger, your definition of meaningful income can change with you as well and adapt to who you're becoming. All right, guys. So now that we have a general definition of meaningful income, I'm going to tell you my specific definition as it applies to my life currently in this moment. My current definition of meaningful income is to create an abundant life to support myself and my future partner and family through building a remote coaching business that allows me to show others what's possible in their lives. About two years ago, I was a bartender serving at a local gay bar and it was the middle of COVID and they gave me the day shift. So for anyone who doesn't know, a new bartender typically gets the crappier shifts. Um, You kind of got to earn your right, just like any other job. You're at the bottom of the totem pole. And I would have a shift from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. There's an eight hour shift at the bar and I typically had one customer come in. This wasn't like a one-time thing. There was probably five or six days where I would have one customer all day. Very nice guy. He would tip me $7 on his bill. And literally that whole day I would make $7. And typically in eight hours I would get food because I'm like, I don't pack food to go to the bar. I'm just going to buy food. So I would literally owe like $8 a day for my lunch because it was kind of expensive food at that bar. And then I would walk away with negative money. And I was so upset because I had spent so much time in different jobs, learning all this different experience, living in a different country, um, trying to help myself, reading so many self-help books, like getting my, I was getting my four-year degree in psychology at the time. And I knew that I was doing myself such a big disservice and living such a small life. And I had no plans for my future. I just knew that I was getting a psych degree. I didn't know if I was going to go for, I didn't want to go for a master's at the time. And for anyone who doesn't know, if you go into psychology, with a degree, if you wanted to be licensed therapist or anything that's going to pay okay money, you at least have to get a master's degree. And I had no plan for that. And I was like 25 years old. I had moved back from Spain like a year before um, COVID was happening. I was living at home with my parents, literally driving my brother's car broke. And I was just living in a life so small for myself. And it was killing me. You guys killing me. I think that it sent me into like an actual clinical depression, like knowing that I could do so much more for my life, but having no idea how or what I wanted that to look like. All right, guys. No, I was like actually acutely suicidal. I don't want to like brush over the clinical depression thing. Like it genuinely sent me into a clinical depression knowing that I was not, that I was drifting and that I was just wasting my potential knowing that I could add so much value to people's lives 
And then literally I was going to a bar to owe money to the bar while I was trying to get someone drunk to make tips off of them. Like, what was I doing? Um, Drifting, just drifting. So the reason that I'm so passionate right now about my coaching business and about helping other people define and find meaningful income is because I know how shitty it is to have no way out and be lost in the tunnel with no light coming your way. It took me like 10 years to put together this coaching framework and to figure out exactly what I wanted to do. And this whole podcast and my coaching is a direct way to help you way faster with way less time, with way less frustration, and hopefully with avoiding clinical depression and suicidal thoughts. So long story short, I quit the bar. I actually walked out one day and just sat there and cried. I was negative money and I'm like, it was like that just rock bottom moment where I'm like, I have to do something that I find meaningful that's going to provide me an amazing income in life or I don't know how I'm going to live anymore. Like I was at that point, it was really dramatic and bad, but it seriously happened. So uh, long story short, I ended up applying in January of 2021 to work at a psychiatric hospital as a mental health technician. Um, So I don't need to give you a ton of information about that job position, but pretty much you're face to face with the patients all the time. And a lot of these patients are going through, well, almost all of them are going through crises, mental health crises. Um, There's a whole range of things from clinical depression to um, schizophrenia to like uh, psychosis and bipolar disorder and all sorts of different things. Like you deal with everything. I started doing these groups there and started talking to these people who had been very upset about their lives, the same situation or similar situations as I had hit where they're like, they see no way out and they're not excited about their futures. And I started helping them paint an idea of their future. And my groups are awesome. And people came to them. And like, if you've never been to an inpatient psychiatric hospital, when there's optional groups, usually a lot of the patients don't go because they're like, I've done this before. It's not going to help. But in my groups, it was like, let's go. We're talking about numbing over our emotions and coping properly and building our futures and we're breaking down limiting beliefs and we're going to go for it. And it was so amazing. So during my time in the psychiatric hospital, I actually was, I guess, fortunate enough to say that I had a meaningful job. I had found meaningful income, but there was one thing missing. That job was never going to provide me with the lifestyle I wanted. At the time, I was getting paid $17 an hour. Um, I literally, you guys, literally, this is why I decided to actually on my own business. At the end of the year, they give you a review. I got a employee review. Um, they gave me a bunch of three stars out of five and they literally gave me a 1% raise. Somebody said that I was worth 17 cents extra an hour after working there for a year and doing a fantastic job going way above what I was expected to do and genuinely trying to make the place less negative and just habitable. <laughs> It was really, really hard thing for me, but I'm so happy that I got that 1% raise because that was the missing piece. I had something meaningful and now I needed to just go and create a job that was going to provide me the lifestyle I wanted to live in addition to the meaning. Now I'm telling you the story because for a very long time, um, probably for the last six years, I had an inclination that I wanted to be a life coach. Like I always knew that I wanted to build my own business. I always knew since I was 18 years old, I've been telling people I've wanted to be an entrepreneur. It's been 10 years, right? Like I did my senior project on entrepreneurship and then I stuffed it down because I didn't believe it was possible. The only reason it's taken me so long to build my own business is because I genuinely didn't believe it was possible for me. Yes, they can do it, but I can't do it. It's just not in my cards. I'm not an entrepreneur. How am I going to do it? I don't know how, so it's not possible. So I'm telling you the story because I think so many of you guys out there understand like the concept of meaningful income and you understand that you can build whatever life you want, but you just are sitting there thinking, but not me, but I don't know what I want to do with my life. I have no idea. So how would I ever figure that out? 
might as well just get the job I don't really want as an accountant and just kind of have a safe life. Also, it's, I have nothing against accountants. I just, when I went for my two-year degree when I was 18 to 21, I it took me three years. Hello. Hello. I got an accounting degree because I didn't know what I wanted to do and it wasn't something I was passionate about. So I always use that as an example because I personally don't have an interest in it. So all the accountants out there, don't be upset with me because I'm sure that you are better at it than I am and you can enjoy your job still. And that can be a source of meaningful income for you if that's how you define it in your life. So no problems there. Please, guys, don't think that you're different than anyone else and that you won't be able to have it all and have the amazing, abundant, like way more income than you ever thought was possible while also making it meaningful and doing something you love and building a community and just having an amazing life. Like you deserve that just as much as everyone else. It's not going to be easy, though. If you listen to the last podcast, if you want an extraordinary life, which is totally an option to you, you're going to have to do extraordinary things. And that starts with having to get really specific on what you want. We're going to talk about that because a lot of people in my life, a lot of people in my life say, I just don't know what I want. And I think that's bullshit. I freaking said it. You are bullshitting me. Let me tell you why. We all have natural interests and desires in life. Everybody has a dream. I don't give a shit who you are. You've had some kind of dream in your life where something seemed really cool and you were compelled to it. Where it gets tricky is your belief system. So you'll believe that whatever that dream was or whatever it was you wanted to, to have wasn't possible to you. So you start shoving it down. This is what I did. This is what I did for about six to 10 years. So what happened was I wanted to own my own business and I wanted to be really successful at it. And that was my dream. But I just thought that was too big of a dream for me. So instead of actually following through with that dream, I worked literally dead in jobs for five years. And then I like did a couple jobs where it could have gone somewhere, but it wasn't somewhere I wanted to go. And all along, I just sat there and said, I have no idea what I want to do with my life. And I'm going to give you guys some credit because it does feel like you don't know what you want to do, but I am going to call bullshit because you can figure it out. So when I have people come to me and say, I have no idea what I want to do with my life, I start them off by teaching them about feeling emotions. You might think this is a weird place to start. And you're like, gosh, this is the second time this guy's mentioned emotions. Is this going to be like an emotional podcast? Now, the reason I'm starting there is because your emotions drive all action. And if you don't know what emotions you're feeling, then you're never going to freaking know why you're taking the actions you're taking. And you're never going to be able to change the actions or change your thoughts or any of that stuff. So it's a really important place to start. It's the most important thing you can learn. It is literally the most important thing you can learn because it's going to be able to drive every single action you take for the rest of your life. So when somebody comes and tells me they have no idea what they want to do with their life, they've learned to numb over their emotions. And a lot of us do this. In fact, again, our society teaches us to do this, right? Um, with alcohol, nicotine, porn, social media, overeating. There's so many things we go to and we turn to to export our emotional responsibility. And it's so important to understand this because if you are doing that too much in your life, you are going to have no idea what you want. Like your desire systems in your brain are going to go haywire. So for example, if you tell me you don't know what you want to do with your life, but then you're drinking alcohol constantly, or like every day you're eating sugary foods and garbage that your brain is like designed to go crazy for, then you're going to have so much of your life where your brain's thinking only about those things, right? Because they're really hyper concentrated and it's like a false sense of pleasure. Now I say false because it's overly concentrated to literally give your brain a false high. So imagine that you only have so much desire in your life. Imagine you have 100 units of desire, for example. When you're constantly thinking about alcohol, 
on the weekends and how much you're going to drink and what alcohol you're going to drink or vaping. And you're constantly thinking about vaping, where you're going to get your next vape, when you're going to have time to hit it again, or when your next donut or sugary foods are going to come from or fried foods. Imagine that that's taking up 80 units of desire because those things are concentrated artificially to light your brain's desire systems up. Like people spend their entire lives in marketing and agency, marketing and advertising firms to make sure that those substances are so perfectly calculated for your desire systems that you almost have no choice but to constantly want them way more than you should. So it's so important to recognize this. We're going to do a whole episode on numbing over your emotions. But for now, just be aware that if you have no idea what you want to do with your life, try cutting out all of the substances and all the numbing things. I'm not saying that alcohol is always numbing. So calm down if you're like, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. That beer after my shift is just a beer after my shift. But if you're miserable and you tell me you don't know what you'd rather have in your life, cut out the beer from your shift, see what negative emotion comes up and tell me you still have no clue what you want to do with your life. It's really powerful. It is that important and that is the place to start if you have no idea what you want to do with your life. When you're compulsively on social media or watching TV every single night or drinking or even like over exercising with every minute of your free time and you're not happy in your life, try cutting out the things you're doing to distract yourself from the feeling from feeling unhappy and see what's left. I don't know how it works from the universe or from God or whatever you want to call it, but we have natural things that we desire in life. All right, guys. So just in the future, there's so many more tools and things you can go over to find meaningful income and create it for yourself. But for now, you can at least define it. And I've also given you the first step to be able to create it. Thank you so much for listening. Have a fantastic day. I'll see you next week.